Hey, Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halstead. And in a couple of weeks, we are going to be getting the next installment in the MCU being Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So Mike and I are here tonight, well, today, talking about uh, what we are expecting from Kang as he enters the MCU in a much bigger scale. So Micah, thanks for joining me, bud. Yeah, man, it's always good to, to hang out and talk nerd stuff with you. And um, I think we're finally going to get... Uh, you know, get the next big villain. And I think I'm, I'm ready. I've been ready. <laughs> it's like you phase know, four, phase four really didn't have that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we've had many conversations here on the podcast and just in our personal lives, just talking about how the phase four didn't have a direction and there was, it was kind of all over the place. And I think they were trying for grief, but grief is not a villain. And that is not something that helps like like each one handled it so differently and i think had kevin feige come out and just said hey the the idea of phase four is grief because i mean let's look at it wandavision definitely was a grief piece you go to loki that was a grief piece uh the whole falcon winter soldier was them coming to understanding of like where where they're going next so partially grief um you get to hawkeye there was grief in there um what if you can't really claim what if as a grief piece um it's just what if <laughs> well moon knight um, yeah moon knight moon knight is is grief of the loss of his mom uh doctor strange uh multiverse of madness there was grief of the loss of what he had uh with with his girlfriend or, or longtime love interest that she gets married and he's like trying to grieve through the whole process and trying to figure things out um you've got uh Wakanda forever wakanda forever which is deeply a grief piece yes. uh thor love and thunder was him grieving through that, trying to figure out like his hammer has changed sides. He's, he's lost a lot of his people. He's lost some of his Avengers. He's just trying to figure out his way in the world. Um, I don't know if I could claim black widow as a grief piece. Um, that one wasn't like full grief. It was more reconnection. Um, but that doesn't sit timeline wise in like phase four, like it came out in phase four, but it sits more in phase three. So it felt more like an Avengers film versus like a face, like a face, two, three film versus a phase four film. Um, Shang-Chi kind of same as, as Black Widow, I would, I would say, but then you've got uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and that was deeply a grief piece. And then um, Eternals, is that the other project that I'm, yeah, and there, like were some folks that, there were some folks that died in that movie. Yeah, so there were, there was some grief there. Uh, uh, Miss Marvel and She-Hulk, not necessarily grief pieces. Um, those were new. I, I don't think if you're new, you got a grief piece. But if there was existing properties, I think those were grief. Yeah. Um, and and that, that I think in itself is, is really difficult to – because it's not like – like it's a theme, not the villain. You're not setting the stage for the next piece. Like phase one, you didn't know what was happening. But by the end of phase one, you knew exactly where we were going. And – if it weren't for all the news media pieces of saying, oh, hey, Kang the Conqueror is coming. Like, we kind of figured that out with Loki, but we didn't know, okay, is this going to be five, ten years down the line? Is this going to be next year we're going to see some some Kang? Like, we don't know. Yeah. So, And I, and I think after after Phase 4, you know, played out the way it played out, uh, you know, people are ready for that. People are ready for that again. And so, um, yes, there was this huge climax from, you know, um, phase one all the way through phase three with, with Thanos. But um, I, I think 
with the success of, of the Infinity Saga, I think people were just clamoring for that kind of success from the point of Endgame, Infinity War Endgame, moving forward. They didn't want to settle for anything less than that. And um, that's kind of been, I guess, my frustration with it too, because it's like, man, you got so many big bads in the in the comics that you know you could you could definitely do that. You could have a big bad for every phase you do. And yeah. that big bad could, you know, literally terrorize that phase. And then you can go to the next one and the next one and the next one. You know, you could do um, you could do Dr. Doom. You could do Mephisto. You could do, you know, there's just countless. Um, well, even Kang. Yeah, Kang. Like, yes. Well, like well we're going to talk about Kang today. But I mean, I'm, I'm just yep. saying that like Galactus. There, yes. Yeah. There's, there's there's so many characters that they've got that are, are like Omega level threats. These mm-hmm. these really big bad guys. But I think they're navigating very carefully of who's the next. Because I think at some point they're trying to also top what they just did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be hard. I think that when you've taken 10, 12 years of your your world building and you built such a masterpiece, I think it's going to be really hard. Well, I think we've asked this before, but do you think they should have stopped at Endgame? No. I, I think that Endgame was a perfect ending to a saga. I I think that we have to get to the understanding that it's going to be a soft reboot, um, that big air quote, soft reboot piece. I just think that we have to understand that it's not going to be the Infinity Saga. Like, like that's, that story is over. Now we have to navigate what's the next story going to look like. Okay, is Spider-Man going to show up? Okay, maybe not. Okay, clearly, like Chadwick Boseman's character, is T'Challa's not coming back. But we could see a multiverse T'Challa. Like, we, we don't know where everything's going to land. We don't know, is his son going to show up? It, like, there's so many different pieces. Like, okay, what about Morgan Stark? Like, is she going to get time to shine as, like, Iron Woman um, or, or Iron Man and, and as a female running around as Iron Man? Like, there's so many different things that you could do. It's just, what will you be doing? Sure. Well, and and I think, too, that, like, there there's this, um, you know, delicate line where they can't you know give us everything we want right like you can't just (laughs) you can't just um expect everything because like if we all got every you know everything we want then you know they could (laughs) they would run out of ideas right like i think that because uh there's just this balance that has to happen and i think um you know specifically in the uh you know we did the multiverse of madness episode last year and it was just you know uh, that's probably my favorite phase four project. And the reason being was they, they did the multiverse in a way that I could understand it without it getting super confusing, but it was complex. And um, I, I hope they do the same with, with the Kang stuff moving forward in the multiverse saga. Like it's just, um, you know, <laughs> I think I mentioned it too. in like the Thor love and thunder episode, but like they, they made it very clear that Thor love and thunder wasn't going to be a multiverse movie. Right. But they, but multiverse. Yeah. They're like, we're staying in our universe. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, do you think they're going to do that in phase five and stuff moving forward with the Kang stuff? Moving forward. I believe that Kang will be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and then he won't show back up until Kang dynasty. Well, I think, I think that's just going to be like, they're not going to do this whole big multiverse hopping yet. I think that that's going to be saved for Kang dynasty and secret wars. I don't think they'll do much. Well, they might hit the Marvels. I've heard some rumblings that the Marvels I heard that like today. Yeah, no, I heard, I heard the, that. The, no, where did I hear that? I heard. I read an article recently where they were talking about how the Marvels was gonna kind of touch on that with Miss Marvel and her her bracelet. 
I yeah, think is what with, I, with the I bangle. Read. Yes. Yep. Um, and, and that's actually partially what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, there's been some breaking news. It came out back in late November, early December um, that, that just kind of broke out from this this group called Marvel Fans Forever. It was right after they were working on some production stuff of getting scripting ready and all that. So there were some plot leaks that came out, and we're going to kind of talk about that. And I want to catch what your thoughts are uh, on this. So it says on the first post, because there were six posts made about it, there's been some amazing plot leaks on the upcoming Avengers movie, which have started to come out as the development process for the movie is done and is now getting to pre-production stage. So it was development that got finished. Uh, according to the plot leak, Avengers will form multiple six groups and fight multiple variants of Kang throughout the multiverse. So before we even get into the team, what are your thoughts on that part? My initial response is how long is that movie going to be? Oh, I don't doubt it if <laughs> Kang Dynasty is going to sit at like a three-hour movie. Well, would it be longer than Endgame? I, uh, yeah, probably. If you have I'm, six teams of Avengers, you're, it's almost going to have to. Because like, if you think about like Infinity War, for example, you had the Guardians and Thor. You had like you know? three teams, yes. and then it splintered, though. Because yep. then it splinters. You've got like scenes where it's like Steve Rogers and the Secret Avengers. You had Wanda and Vision. Uh, doing their thing you had uh, the scene with Tony and Doctor Strange and all them they've got the scene where they go to space the Guardians like it just kind of all changed around does that but, make sense but Infinity War is only two hours and 30 minutes right around yeah it wasn't a super minutes. super long film but, but Endgame was three hours and what three hours and change it was like three yeah. hours two minutes something like that yep so like this could easily surpass that yeah and so I think it would be really, really cool to see how they will do this because there's already talk through some of the postings that the teams will start to move around for fights. Um, I just, like, what are you thinking of, like, uh, oh, what's his name that's playing uh, the Conqueror? Um, Jonathan Majors. Um, oh. That's that's going to take a lot on him to yeah. play multiple versions of himself. Like, the acting range is going to be huge for him. Well... I, I think, you know, we got a little bit of it with He Who Remains in the Loki series. Yep. Um, Quantumania, you know, we're going to get a different variant. Yeah, we'll um, get the Conqueror in, in, in this one. But in the comics, right? Like, there's just, there's hundreds of different versions of him. Maybe well, there's thousands. one in every multiverse. And yeah. they all come together to work on, like, the, the basically, it's like a, a Guardians, or, or like a, Guardians of the Universe for DC fans. Um, yeah. Like they're all just like coming together to to rule the multiverse. But I guess what I was going to say though is that his his acting so far has been stellar. Oh and, yeah, and he got uh, jacked for Creed three. Yeah. So um, I'm just like, man, Ant Man's in big trouble. Well, and I think I shared with you that I think he, like he's going to get his world rocked. I think in this movie with with yeah. Quantumania. Um, for, for, you know, a multiverse of reasons. Um, <laughs> just, it's it's going to be interesting to see because if you, if you go back, and I feel like we're going to, you know, flip back and forth if that's okay, but like in the multi, or in the Infinity Saga, like we got, we got very little of Thanos up until Infinity War. Until he showed up. Well, I mean, you saw him like some post-credit scenes and then you saw him in Guardians, but that was it. But very little. Yeah very little and he didn't even do anything really right like he he in the one post-credit scene he's like i'll do it myself and, and then and then like 
the first time we saw him, all he did was turn around and smile. Yes. And then we got the, I think it was, what was the other post-credit scene he was in? It was those um, two post-credit and then he was in uh, Guardians. I know, but the other the other post-credit scene I'm talking about is like where he just says, fine, I'll do it myself. Oh, that was at uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. He grabs a gauntlet. Yes. And then, um, see, we did Age of Ultron without even trying. <laughs> um, nailed it. But then in uh, Guardians, he he was, you know, it was very very small role. I mean, he was, he was talking back and forth with Ronan. Other than that, like he didn't get much of it. And then I don't know if he even got out of the chair, right? I don't think he did either. Uh, so then you get to infinity war and you get the full blown Thanos, like of him just, you know, getting all the stones and, you know, still one of the best villains of the MCU. Yeah. And so we fast forward to, to what we're going to get with Kang. Like, I think it's going to be a completely different approach by the MCU. And it's going to be a different approach as far as villains are concerned. And I think that, um, I think I said this with, with Multiverse and Madness, but I hope they don't get too cute with with their, with that same approach of, you know, making it too confusing so that the average, fan, you know, the average viewer, the average fan won't get it. Yeah, because ultimately the MCU is not just for comic book fans. Right. This is this is for the average moviegoer. Yep. Which I think they've built their own following, honestly. It's not even for the average moviegoer anymore. I think it's for the MCU fan. Yeah, and I think, well, and we have, we've we've had this other conversation, um, but what do you think of this? Do you, we've had this conversation of like, okay, the, the movie theater isn't getting the same following that it once was, you know, prior to 2020 with COVID. Um, do you think that it's because of this big Avengers event that it's going to make, make decent money and have a decent, decent showing? Um, I think it'll break records. I th- I think people will go to drive-ins. I think people will go to the theater. I think, um, as soon as it comes out, it will be a massive selling movie. I think the rentals, like, uh, I don't know what we're going to be looking at when we hit 20 Four. later this year, 2023, and then into 2024, 2025, like as phases five and six hit, I don't know what we're going to be looking at, um, with how, how it'll fall into place. I well, do we talked know. about like because we went and saw Black Adam and it was desolate as far as attendance. Uh, we went and saw Wakanda Forever. We were like one of four, you know, two or fourteen people in the entire theater. Um, there's been other the- uh, Marvel projects we've seen recently, and it's like, what? <laughs> Nobody wants to go to the movie theater anymore. Yeah i I think that I think that we're going to see a big resurgence when it comes to that time frame. But I don't. I just don't know if we're going to see like what it has been does it beat um, Endgame? yeah oh i think this one will i think i think this will destroy Endgame. Will because Secret wars I, th- I think see king yeah. dynasty i think it it's going to be a king dynasty will surpass and then secret wars because this is really a I'm two-part sorry, movie yeah, yeah secret wars and king dynasty those are it's a two-parter it's it's not going to be like infinity war part one part two like what they originally were wanting to call Endgame, um, but then I think it's going to be the same story that's just going to get drug out between two movies, like they did so with that, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, exactly. I think that when you have a the big villain, I think they'll get two movies. Do you so? So do you think that that King Dynasty beats Endgame, and then and like, I think Secret Wars as, will beat King. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like as far as box office records, 
Yeah, I think I think that King if King Dynasty doesn't break Endgame, it'll break Infinity War. I, I just I think it'll come close to Endgame because Endgame broke a ton, but Endgame had this perfect setup. So I just I think that the potential is there because they're continuing a story. So what do um, we have between that or like what do we have setting that up? Like as far as movies and projects, like to to get there, like you know, you just referenced the build from, you know, like I I will put I will put Thor Ragnarok Infinity War and Endgame back to back to back up against any three projects in the MCU as the best storytelling from that. I don't think you're gonna see anything like that. I think yeah. it'll end up being Quantum Mania, Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars is is gonna be your equivalent. Yeah. Um, and we'll find out in a couple of weeks when, when the movie drops, uh, in theaters. And so, but I, you know, I just don't know, but getting back to the, the initial part with the teams. So we'll hit team one real quick. Cause I want to hear your thoughts on this. It says the groups formed by the Avengers to stop King will be fresh and interesting to see, and will be based on storytelling done throughout the upcoming two phases of the MCU. So as we, we start with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, all the way to King Dynasty. I think there's five or seven movies, something like that. And by the time that we get there, uh, this movie, man, this one's going to be crazy. Um, there's going to be a lot in there leading up, and so they're they're trying to build it that way. So the first team is going to include Scarlet Witch. So that means she didn't die in Multiverse of Madness. What? I know, right? Spoiler alert. Um Blade, so Marshala Ali's Blade, Moon Knight, so excited to hear about that one. Uh, Wonder Man, which we haven't seen yet. Uh, I heard he's going to show up in a Marvel Presents, the special presentation um, on Disney Plus. And then Jack Russell, Werewolf by Night. So what are your thoughts of that group? And it says that they're rumored to fight Rama Tut which is the Egyptian ruler version of Kang. Well, I guess my original, so my original um, reaction is that, man, what a bunch of misfits. Like that's just a random group of folks. Yeah. Uh, the second, uh, my second um, thought is that because of it being in the Middle East, because of it being in the, 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 the Egyptian culture, it, it makes perfect sense for, for Moon Knight because yeah. of what we saw in his series. Um I wonder if we're going to see uh, the Khonshu coming into play. Probably. Like where he'll, he'll like be walking down something, trying to have a conversation with people. And like Khonshu just like shows up as he's like walking down the hallway. You just see him in different corners trying to talk to him. And he's like, no, get out of here. And they're like, who are you talking to? Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see him go after Kang being the multi, uh, multi person, multiple personality, excuse me, uh, person of the group. And then, um, you know, wonder man like or how are they going to set that up like is that is that going to show up in other series or other movies prior to that like making cameos or you know i don't know where he would show up he's a he's a super powered he's kind of a superman wonder woman male version equivalent kind of thing like i just don't know how they'll handle him and I'm, i might be wrong on the character i don't know much about him but from what i understand he was supposed to be like the matchup against wonder woman um I just don't know how they'll handle him uh, to to bring him in because, like, from what I'm hearing, they're already talking about canceling Marvel's TV series yeah. um, moving forward after this year. 
So that way it will become presentations that can be anywhere between like 45 minutes and like 100 and 180 minutes. So it's like two and a half hours or 45 minute presentations, whatever. Um, so I, don't, I just, I don't know. We'll see kind of where that goes. I, and, you know, as you know, I'm a big Scarlet Witch, you know, Wanda fan, uh, as you know, and I've said clearly on this podcast several times, but um, it'd be interesting to see uh, her, is she going to, like the post, um, it's just going past my brain right now, Agatha series, like, yeah, you know, like, is she leaning more into the the witch stuff? Is she leaning more towards, you know, what's her character going to be, you know, in this, you know, fighting, um, you know, Kang. And yeah. so uh, my, I think I go back, Jordan, to my, my, my original, original uh, thought was, man, what a bunch of misfits, like Blade, um, you know, Moon Knight, like they all bring special, you know, different versions of, of superheroes to the table, but it's like, it's like, man, what a group. <laughs> so with, with Scarlet, Witch for me, I'm surprised she's not partnered with Dr. Strange. Yes. That's what gets me. Like, cause you would think after the events of multiverse of madness that you would want strange to keep an eye on her. Um, that I, I just don't get it. How, how they're handling that one from this rumor. Um, Blade and Moon Knight make perfect sense. They're part of a group called the the Midnight Suns, um, which if you get a chance, uh, check out some of our Twitch and our YouTube channel stuff. Um, I know Scott's been playing the Midnight Suns game. He started back in December. Um, and so he actually was streaming on our Twitch channel. Um, I'm surprised that Werewolf by Night is on there. That's the one that really gets me. I just... Like, I'm okay with Wonder Man kind of being your powerhouse on the team, like, for physical strength. Um, I thought maybe Blade would be that guy, but Blade could also be kind of team lead um, for this group. Scarlet Witch just, it just throws me still that she's not with another magic user to keep eyes on her. Um, but Jack Russell just just really throws me off. So the second team, we'll go ahead and keep moving forward, is... Uh, they're going to be tasked with a different task uh, compared to the other groups when they're busy fighting the variants of Kang. So everybody else is going to be kind of busy fighting them, uh, these Kang variants, while this group has just something to stop an incursion. They also travel to Earth 838 and meet some variants of the Avengers who were formed after the events of Doctor Strange 2, where some unseen incidents start to happen. So this team is going to include Doctor Strange, kind of makes sense, Clea, and if you don't know who Clea is, she showed up at the end uh, of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. She was in the straight purple. Inhumans, um, so right? Do what? She part of the Inhumans? No, no, no. She's just a sorceress. I thought she was part of the Gruber, the show, the Inhumans show. No, 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 no. You're thinking uh, Medusa. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, Clea is just a magic user. Okay. Um, And it's, I believe they're setting her up to be the love interest of Doctor Strange since they got rid of Rachel McAdams character. Um, unless they brought 838 Rachel McAdams in, and then that could just create this love triangle. That'd be really fun to see. Um, th these are the other three that I'm really excited about. Um, I'm going to start with the least favorite out of these three is America Chavez is going to be in here, which means that we're going to have another teenager in the group. So I'm excited to see kind of this, this piecing of like some young people in. 
Um, then Spider-Man is going to be on this, which is my second favorite because I'm like, I just, I can't wait for this one. I'm so excited to say it. Daredevil. I can't wait to see Daredevil here. It kind of throws me a little bit that Daredevil and Spider-Man, who are non-multiversal, non-magic-wielding uh, characters, are going to be on this team. I would have expected this group to have Scarlet Witch, and like maybe Daredevil would have shown up on the first group. Like I would have changed some, some of that. But, I mean, we'll have to wait and see how this plays out. But what are your thoughts on, on these guys? So it's, again, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Clea, Daredevil, and America Chavez. Well, let me say this. So these are all rumors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, you know, Marvel has a really good way of throwing people off and even showing trailers of things and that aren't know, there. Yes. It doesn't, <coughs> it doesn't ha- yes, it doesn't happen. Right. So I'm not putting a lot of stock in these groups. They're really cool to fantasy book and talk about. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think America Chavez is is good to go uh with dr strange because as we saw at the end of all tears of madness she started learning and she kind of you know began to study under that and comatage and um it's good to see them continue to work together post multiverse of madness um and if anybody knows about the multiverse it's her and so her and dr strange could could really lead that team together um clea i really so, so some of this stuff is it's it's going to be hard for me unless these folks get built up ahead of time and instead of just putting them in a group you know i think that's what made the infinity saga so successful was hey we built so and so we built this storyline we built thor up we told thor's story from the first thor all the way up through you know in game right yeah. um and if we get to the point where you know clea is just oh post credit scene in the um uh, you know, the end of Multiverse of Madness and that's it. And then she's just going to show up in the King Dynasty movie. Like, what? That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Same thing with what uh, happened at the end of the Internals movie with, uh, with um, what's his name? And the sword and, and all that stuff. Oh, like, the, the Black Knight. Yeah, they just never revisited it. It just kind of left it hanging. Well, I, from what I understand, he's not on any of these teams either. So right. I don't expect him to be in this. It's I'm, so weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, tell the story. Um, well, and- uh, let's let's be fair though. Eternals did their post credit scene, and I believe that they were banking on getting an Eternals too. And so, how about an Eternals not? <laughs> you know, I've rewatched that film. I like a lot of the the story building. It just didn't feel like a Marvel movie, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, I think so, that's what what gets me. Yeah. So, Doctor Strange and Michael Chavez, great. Clea, I don't know how that's going to work. Spider-Man and Daredevil are going to be great, but it's going to be interesting to see them in a multiverse movie. It's sort of like when Spider-Man went into space uh, in Infinity War and just really didn't know what was going on, but he just made it work. Um, Have you seen the old movie Aliens? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for that kind of thing where he... Because this will be another another outing with Doctor Strange. Yeah. And, and so, so they, I, I think he'll, he'll give something there. They, you know... Tom Holland and Benedict Cumberbatch just play so well off of each other. And so it's, it's just, it's gold. So, um, and then I think anybody in Tom Holland is gold. Yeah. And then, and then to see, you know, Matt Murdock or Daredevil and Spider-Man, you know, given 
the fact that they're they're going to work together in the Daredevil New World Order series, not the New World Order, it's the Daredevil Born Again series. Born Again, wow. yep. That Captain America New World Order got the two confused. Well, um, and then they're supposed to be in Spider Man five or four yeah. um, together. See, there's so. so many things these days. Um, but uh, my whole point is that like it'll be cool to see them in a multiverse concept because uh, clearly of the. The, the first three that I mentioned, Strange, Kalia, and America Chavez, they all they all have multiverse experience, whereas Spider-Man and Daredevil don't. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with them. Okay, so the next group, which I'm I'm excited to see where they're going to go, but I just I don't know how I feel about the description they gave. It says this third group of Avengers is set with some secret mission, which is not revealed even in the plot leak. The group also has some other Avengers alongside them in this mis- or in this secret mission, details of which are undisclosed. Now, before I even start this, I don't think that this team needs to have the secret mission. There's not a single person. Well, there's one person that I believe is stealthy at all. And so if this is a stealth kind of mission, like that kind of secret, there's no way that this is the team. So this team, it consists of Shuri's version of Black Panther, which I think that definitely she she can be very under the radar not drawing attention to herself um the black panthers are great about that but then the rest of the team includes she hulk thor and bruce banner hulk like these are characters who are are bigger these are characters who like they make messes and leave giant wakes like also, i don't there's know there's only four in that group now it says others will join them in this but it just has this as the main group. Now, I wonder if this is where we'll see, like, maybe the Black Knight come into play. Or, like, if we had um, Jack, the the fencing guy from Hawkeye. Um, if we saw Echo, because Echo's not been included. Um, like, there, there's a few different characters that I could see potentially showing up. But who knows? I mean, you don't want to overstuff this thing as well. That's the flip side is there's going to be a lot of characters in here and you want to develop everybody very well as you continue. Now, two of the four characters here have already been extremely developed and you don't have to have a A massive amount of time for them. But like She-Hulk, I think you could continue to develop and I want a lot more Shuri. Um, Shuri is just a very complex character that I'm like... Give me a ton more of this character. Like, this is a character I want to see show up all over. I want her to be the new Tony Stark. Like, who just shows up in projects that are not hers. Um, no. <laughs> like, I, I would love for this this deep... What, what about Ironheart? Could they put Ironheart in that group? Uh, Ironheart's going to show up in a little bit. I don't know that I would want Ironheart in this group. Well, because just, with Shuri and, and Wakanda Forever. Is the yeah, yeah, time, I, I, I get that. Well, and, and like like it says, there's other Avengers alongside in this secret mission, details of which are undisclosed. So she could show up so that there's more Ironheart and Shuri teaming up. I don't know that they'll do that. Um, we'll kind of see as it progresses. But honestly, I just want more Shuri. I think Shuri is a, a character that I just want to continue to see her story play out. I think if anybody should take the mantle of, of Tony Stark, it's Peter Parker, but that's just me. Well, and I'm going to, I'm going to say it this way. I think that Tony Stark is a good mantle character that is just so well placed, but I think 
Peter Parker is forging a different style of character. Like Tony, Tony just showed up everywhere. And I think Spider-Man needs to be very grounded um, because like she has ships that can fly her around the, around the world. I mean, even in Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda forever, both were globe trotting adventures. Like yeah. they were in different parts. So I don't like Peter doesn't have the money um, and everybody forgot who he was. So I just, I don't see that happening um, the same way. Spider-Man so, 2 when he was a broke college student. Yes. <laughs> Tobey Maguire's version. Yes. So, but I just, I, I think that Shuri is a character that I want just a lot more character development. I don't want her to get swept under the rug. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really have much more, more to add to that. I think that uh, depending on who they add to that group as a fifth or other person personnel to that group, um, like you said, Thor and Hulk are both already developed at this point. They don't, you don't need a lot from them. Um, and maybe they I, need to throw Wong in there. Give me some more Wongers. Yeah, I was going to say Wongers, but you beat me to it. That could be the new joke, the Wongers. The Wongers. Um, but do you, it could also be one of those things too, like where, you know, Hulk makes a quick cameo because he's got the whole World War Hulk thing going on and he's just going to just be there and leave kind of thing. And he, Well, and that brings the question, is Sakaar going to show up? Right. His son. Right. Like, is that going to happen? Is Abomination going to show up? Like, like there's so many different avenues that they can go with. And it's... Does um, the Thunderbolts come out after or before this? Before. So at that point, I mean, you could depose yeah. Yeah, like the events Buck, of Thunderbolts. Like, you could Bucky's see what happens. Not even in, Bucky's not even on any of the these, uh, these six teams. Well, I was thinking about Abomination because you mentioned Abomination. Yeah, Abomination, but, Red Guardian, Ghost, like... And I know that a lot of those are not like heroes per se. Um, there, some of them are like reformed or whatnot, but like none of them are are on here. And I was like, that's just going to be a little weird. Like I would love Yelena uh, to be in this, but we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens because there's a lot these female characters that are like not replacing. Like I, I like Ironheart; she was okay, but they're like. We've got female Thor and we've got She-Hulk and we've got, I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't like try to feminize these male characters, come up with these strong female characters that come in like, and I guess Shuri taking a Black Panther role. Sure. But she, she was great even in the first movie. And then you go in and you have like Yelena, who is another Black Widow, like phenomenal. Um, These characters are just amazing. And I, I want more of those characters. So uh, group four, this is the Iron Man team, as I'm claiming it, because <laughs> this is where War Machine Rescue, which is Pepper Potts in her rescue armor, um, at least that's who I would presume is in the armor. It just says rescue. Uh, Ironheart, and then this one came out of left field. I love this. Mr. Fantastic, John Krasinski's variant that we saw in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Now, it does give this bit of detail. It says Reed Richards and Doctor Strange will also meet up at a point where they both continue to talk about incursions that were previously discussed in Doctor Strange 2. This also proves that John Krasinski's Reed Richards is not dead in Doctor Strange 2, confirming the deleted post-credit scenes where Reed Richards is alive and watches 838 Wanda escaping the Illuminati facility after the fight. I didn't know about that. So that was that was new to me when I when I read that. So what are your thoughts to more of a a team of iron people 
um, Iron Man related characters. It does say that this group is going to fight an evil version of Iron Lad, who is a Kang variant from the future. Well, the deeper we get into this, I think I'm just going to fly to Oklahoma and watch this with you because I'm going to be so confused. That or I'm going to have to like pull a will and go see it like four times, like the same day, just so that I understand <laughs> what's going on. Um, but to your question, it's cool. Like this kind of this team kind of gives me the with with Ironheart and Mister Fantastic aside, like it kind of gives me this old like old the old team. guard, yeah, like the old yeah. you know the OGs coming out and trying to help and. Uh, they've got a lot of experience and a lot of, um, you know, uh, you know, battle scars, if you will, um, to 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 lead, you know, um, lead this group. I, I will say that you know I, we don't know much about Ironheart other than what we saw um, in so far. Forever. Yeah, so far. Yeah. And uh, but Mister Fantastic is a he's not a Tony Stark, but he's smart like Tony Stark. And so, yeah, yeah. well, uh, he's even smarter than Tony Stark. Right. Well, what I'm saying, though, is that like he he kind of fills that. Yeah, he's that the big brain of, of the group. Yes, yeah. yes. And so it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, this version of him and. You know what he's going to bring to the table to the multiverse post multiverse of madness. I'm excited to the idea that Krasinski will come back. I have said this since day one. I don't think that they need to reboot the Fantastic Four again. I think they need to shuffle in a, hey, Krasinski's team from 838. Because if I'm not mistaken, the Secret Wars book, it kind of converged everybody onto one Earth. And I would love to see uh, Krasinski's team of Fantastic Four members be the Fantastic Four on 616. And if that's like him and Emily Blunt... Um, being Mr. Fantastic Invisible Woman, like I'd be all over that. Um, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see kind of what happens as we get closer because I know they'll do casting and they'll figure each piece out for us. But I just think John Krasinski is the best pick. I don't think that anybody else has even come close um, to this character. I, I love the way that he brought himself onto the the screen with Multiverse of Madness. Um, just the the look that he had, I'm like, man, this is this right here is awesome. He brought a cockiness to the screen without like feeling forced. And I think that that shows me how much more I love him because I love his his uh Jim Halpert from The Office and I've seen him as Jack Ryan and I've not seen The Quiet Place, but I know that like he's just got this range that he that he just he handles so well and I I'm hoping for the the super smart cocky kind of thing and then just the action hero portion of him just stretching out and getting everything getting the job done so well we'll move on to to group five group five uh this fifth group of avengers have a task to safeguard the bangles from miss marvel and the rings from shang chi from kang himself this group is tasked with protecting the rings and bangles which were actually the artifacts from the old multiversal war and kang is fighting to get them back so what this is saying is that when he who must not be named said, I'm keeping the timeline intact, that I'll see you again soon because I'll be back because I'll basically get reincarnated kind of thing, um, that the multiversal war will happen again because all these kings will fight themselves and, and all this stuff. And 
he said that the Bengals and the rings are the same, which I wondered if they were. And so what are your thoughts on, on just that synopsis before we get to the who's on this team? Well, say the question one more time. Like the Bengals and the, and the rings, what are your thoughts on those being like focal points to what the, this movie would potentially be about? Like instead of the stones, he's going after multiversal artifacts. Well, it just goes back to any uh, supervillain, right? It can, you know, their their ide- ideology is to to have you know full con- and full and total control over any situation, and um, uh, I think it's a cool concept to uh, you know recall some of these things that we saw on Miss Marvel. Uh, recall some of these things that we saw in um, Chang Chi, and then even like if you want to take that back to even the first Iron Man, the Ten Rings, and the, the whole conversation about the Ten Rings. Yeah, like it's it's bringing the the bigger picture into this conversation, and um, I think it would be cool for them to have a story where Kang knew all along what was going to happen, right? And so he. You know, he was in every bit of what we already know as far as the multiverse and as far as the even in the Infinity Saga, like going back through through all that, like he knew like he was around. He knew what was going to happen. He was just waiting for the time to strike. And um, it almost sounds like kind of the same approach as the Infinity Stones. Thanos needed the Infinity Stones to, to, to complete the gauntlet to have total control to wipe out half of the population. And so. I want to know a little bit more about the story about why Kang wants those things, but yeah. I think for Kang, um, as you're, you're kind of talking about this, I think that Marvel messed up really bad. Um, you don't hear did, that. You don't hear that very often. No, you don't. They, uh, <laughs> they did this series where they're, um, forget what it's called. I'll have to look it up, but it's a like Marvel spotlight kind of thing. If that makes sense. Where they're they're showcasing like, oh hey, here's some some big moments that you need to catch up on with Iron Man before his next showcase with Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame, and all that. Um, I'm actually going to look it up really quick. But what kills me is that this this TV show, um, it's not. I uh, oh Marvel Legends, um, so they they've been doing like they've got 14 episodes, something like that. No, oh no, wow. There's 25. So there's 25 episodes. I watched a few of them. Um they're they're recounting how like Hawkeye employed his unique skill set to help the Avengers defeat humanity. And there's all these different pieces. And I think what's really messing them up is they could have had like Jonathan Majors come in and he has like an AI or something like that and he's like AI like Micah. Hey Micah, pull up the the file on Iron Man. And then it like, it recounts all of the, the big moments from the MCU with Iron Man. And then it like ends with like, it, it's just recapping all the things. And he's just learning, sitting there learning on these. And that way we're getting to see all this stuff, but it kind of starts to beg the question of who is this Kang person? Who is the, who's Kang the Conqueror? And I've watched and they do more like director's cuts and, and like things that helped inspire the characters and whatnot. But I'm like, it would have been way cooler if Marvel Legends, he just, he's like, he makes an offhand comment about uh, heroes 
are forgotten. Legends never die. Like, just make a like a real quick uh, comment to the Sandlot, but then turn around and be like, "Well, they'll be forgotten soon enough." And then <laughs> like, like just immediately go in and be like, "All right, uh, next file." And then like the next episode is is he's just he's learning and he and he stops and maybe asks a question. He's like, "Where where did where did Paul Rudd?" Uh, Ant Man, where where did Scott Lang get the suit? And then it like showcases that that quick scene, and then he's like, "All right, fast forward. Where what what happened here? And how how did they defeat Thanos?" And then it like shows Ant Man like showing up through the through the with the rat. Um, I'm like, those would be just so cool to see those moments be played out through Kang's eyes, and I'm like that that would make me feel more connected to the villain. So. But but back to this whole the Bengals and the the rings piece. This team is going to consist of Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. So no shocker there. Shang Chi again, no shocker there. And then Hawkeye, Clint Barton, and Kate Bishop. So what are your thoughts there on on that lineup? I kind of feel like I we talked a little bit about team number two with, with Spider-Man and Daredevil um, being kind of out of place. It kind of feels the same thing about this team with Hawkeye. And with the team. Hawkeyes? Yeah. Like, it's like they're street level, right? And they're not like... It, it just doesn't... I mean, anything can happen in the multiverse, right? But like, it almost felt like at the end of the, the Hawkeye series that Clint was done. Like, not done-done, but, like, he was retired and he was just going to go that he's passing his family. The and he was, yeah, and so, like, it's kind of interesting that, that they're going to bring him back, supposedly, if this is this is You crew. know, I disagree with that. I I watched the series back in December, well, late November, early December, and when I re-watched it, when he hands the watch to his wife, I don't think that they're even close to done. Oh, I don't I either, but, like, it just, that's the, the impression they gave yeah, in that series. Yeah. I think because I've also heard that for the Young Avengers series that's going to be in development and, and rolling out uh, in the next couple of years, um, I heard that he's going to be the mentor for the Young Avengers. And so it would not surprise me if he's just taking a back seat. He's not going to be a front runner, um, which he's never really been the front runner for anything. But I mean, I hope they do a Hawkeye season two. Oh, my gosh. I loved Hawkeye. I thought that was just really, really good. Um, oh, and, and and Kate Bishop does a really good job. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Oh yep. my gosh. I I think that she just brings a piece that is very fresh to the MCU. And between her and Yelena, I was like, it feels very reminiscent to uh, Scarlett Johansson and Jeremy Renner's on-screen relationship and having having these two, I, Florence Pugh and and Haley Steinfeld. They're just top notch. Um, it does say though that Wonder Man and Nova will also join the fight in the later half of the uh, of the fight, um, like later on. And they said that this fight that they're going to be in will have more of a nostalgic moments from saving the, uh, Vision from an or like in the Infinity War, um, and then getting the Gauntlet from Endgame, but with new or with the new set of Avengers. So adding that bit of knowledge into this, do you think that Hawkeye, because he ran through with the gauntlet um, and the, and the like 
at the end of Endgame in that big fight, like he's running with the gauntlet, he's trying to save everything. He had he had some pretty sweet moments. Do you think that they're going to try and like replicate that with the two of them? With this whole team, or just just those two of just the Hawkeyes guys because they're because they're street level. Right. Um, I mean, you're not going to have like giant alien battles, so it's it's going to be a bit different. Like Kang is just from the future; he's not like a alien army kind of guy. I mean, he, he might bring the TVA in, but um, uh, it'll be cool. I think they'll they almost have to revisit some of those things, right? Like so that they can recall that that's one of the things Marvel does really well to get you invested in their product is like they plant these little seeds and then they recall. Them. And it's so that's one of the things that Marvel does really, really well. And so I think they would be uh, stupid. I guess it's a terrible word for it, but they'd be stupid not to do that. So, um, bank yeah. on some success. Yeah. But like, if you, if you want to talk the other three for a second, like it's almost like, okay, you got, you have this team, right? It feels like Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel are going to like go do their thing. And then you got the Hawkeyes doing their thing, but like, how does Shang Chi fit into that? <laughs> I think Shang Chi is going to be more with the Hawkeyes because yeah. I think he's more of a grounded hero. Um, I mean, the rings definitely are going to give him that extra boost of power, but I don't think you're going to see him on. You, you'll probably see him on some more globe trotting adventures, like with the Avengers, but he'll probably do a lot more San Francisco work. Um, I don't know if he'll be as stuck as like Spider Man is or is supposed to be, um, to New York, but we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Now, the last group, which I think is, is unique, the way they're doing it, says the final group here is uh, a five-person team, and it's going to consist of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Loki and Sylvie, and then Sam Wilson, Captain America. So oh, my favorite team. I'm, I'm stoked for this one. It says this group is led by Ant-Man and Loki due to their personal and prior experiences with Kang, which makes perfect sense. You've got from the Loki series and then Quantumania in a couple weeks, like they're going to have those initial interactions. This group of Avengers actually assemble all of the other Avenger groups and assign individual missions to accomplish, protect, and also fight the different variants of Kang. This group also fights the Conqueror variant of Kang that we are going to see in Quantumania. More details explaining all the groups will be out soon. Now, I didn't pull up the extra information. I just wanted to hit these these six groups, but Ant-Man and Loki having to lead this. Did you ever think you would see that coming? No. <laughs> But I also wonder, too, with it being a multiverse movie and all these different groups being represented, do you think we're finally going to get the point where Loki runs into Thor? I wonder. I I think there's going to be a beautiful moment between the two of them where he's going to say, I'm sorry. And I think it's going to be played off in humor, though. And I'm going to call this now. I think he's going to be like, listen, I need you to meet the love of my life. Myself from another... <laughs> Like, 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 I think, I think there's going to be this, he's going to tell her or tell Thor about this beautiful woman and be like, listen, I, I found love and, and I'm a different, per, I'm a different man now. Like I helped save like countless lives. And he's going to be like, oh, dude, I'm so proud of you. Like, you need to tell me more about her. And he's like, well, you, you have a good idea of who she is. Cause she's me from a different, like, like timeline. And I think there's just going to be that, that bit of Thor's just going to give her that, like, or, or give uh, Loki this like, what are you talking about, Phase? 
and just like that whole face and and what it's gonna oh I I think it's gonna get disrupted like this beautiful moment's gonna get disrupted by the comedy because that's that's what they do but I think that that's how it'll happen I think he's gonna be like listen I am so sorry that I I messed with you all this time I love you I I I will try to do better by you um let me tell you about this woman I met and I she is she's amazing and he's gonna be like listen I gotta meet her and he's like you kind of already have it's me but as a female and he's going to be super confused. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, as anybody would be who hasn't seen the show. So, now, having Captain America Sam Wilson on that team, what are your thoughts there? Because he kind of is the outcast in this one. You've got Ant-Man and, and the Wasp, and then you've got Loki and Sylvie, and uh, Ant-Man and Loki are going to have some common ground. So, what are your thoughts on, on Sam Wilson, Captain America? Well, it would be cool to see Sam again. But I think it'll be, it's like a lot of these teams. Like there's always like this, there's like the odd person out of the group. And, um, you know, what's he, you know, how is he going to contribute to this? Right. Like I just, I don't see him like, I could see him playing well off Ant-Man and the Wasp, but like Loki and Sylvie is where it's kind of like weird. Right. So like he has, you know, a dominant personality yet Sylvie's a dominant personality. Right. Yes. And so is Loki. So like it's it, it'll be interesting. And like, you know, like how are these groups gonna come into fruition, right? In this movie? Like, is it are they just gonna drop, you know, out of the sky and boom, they're in this multiverse together and this is how they're gonna, you know, how are they gonna form each group and you know, tell that story? You know what I mean? Yep. And so like <laughs> sort of like um Ah, uh, it escaped me. Um, doesn't matter. But like, you know, Captain America will see Loki, and he'll like want to try to arrest him, or, or 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 you know, you know, beat him up because he thinks he's evil, right? Or you know, kind of this, you know, same play, same thing they played earlier on in the Avengers uh, Infinity Saga. But like, um, yeah, because Loki, right? Loki's the bad guy. This, at, at this point, they don't know Loki has, you know, been in the TVA and then Loki's kind of turned a new leaf and he's a different person and literally a different person. But like um, we get to this point with um, with the multiverse conversation and like. Is anybody going to really know anybody, right, except for the people that they were paired with? Yeah, I think that's it's trying how to are they going to tell this whole story is just going to be fascinating. Yeah, and how much time are you going to designate to each team? Yep. I think that Sam Wilson, Captain America is not the logical choice here. It's um, actually Neo from the matrix. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm surprised that Nick Fury is not calling shots and, and, and running point. Um, I'm surprised that they are not going to pull in Chris Evans, uh, Steve Rogers, to, to just at least sit in a chair and say, all right, team A, I need you to do this. Team B, you're, you're going to this location. You're going to do this. I'm really surprised that they're not focusing on that because Sam, Sam's not had a lot of leading experience. Even in his military with what they said in the MCU, he was a paratrooper. Like yeah. he, he wasn't like a squad lead like Captain America Steve Rogers was. So it's going to be different. Um, I don't think he's the logical choice for for leading. I think 
Captain Marvel. Um, no matter how much I don't care for her character, I think she is more of a logical leader. Um, just because she's had a lot more experience out in the field than anybody else. Um, Thor to some extent, um, but Thor would want to be in the battle. Um, I just, it's, it's just difficult because I think that you've lost your, your main leads, um, your main point of contact for a lot of those people. And so I just, when you, when you kill a character and you say, Hey, they're done. Like you, you put yourself into a pickle and I just don't think that they're ready for it yet. But that's, that's where we're at with all this. And so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. There's a lot more that we can unpack, and we probably will in the next couple of months um, as more news comes out and everything that's going to be happening with uh, this new phase that we're about to start here in the next two weeks. Um, but, guys, make sure you go check out uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania as it is coming out. Get your tickets. Go see it. Uh, we want to want to support this industry. It's, it's great. The Marvel MCU has just been, it's phenomenal. Love going and seeing these films. But we are so excited to see what's happening next. So with that, Mike and I, we're going to sign off, and we will catch you guys here next time on Nerd Talk.